One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I've got passion in my pants and I ain't afraid to show it, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. The Premier League returns and Claudio Ranieri's back amongst it. It's Friday, 15th of October. I'm Marcus Speller. I look forward. And I'm Pete Stiffy Donaldson. We would have got that away if you hadn't put an yeah. extra word in there. I was speaking of, I was crashing the lyrics, mate. <laughs> yeah. I, I have some respect. I just fear for people who have A, oh. woken up first thing in the morning, <laughs> B, do not speak English as a, as a first language. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing that intro, that it is mm. an assault on, I'm not saying it's bad. No. I'm saying it's simply an assault on the senses. It's All a right. sex crime. Should we do it again? It's an assault by on the senses. <laughs> do it again if you want. No. It's an assault by on the senses. <laughs> Oh, it's Friday, everybody. What a time to be alive. It's a great day of the week, Peter. You can't deny it. I'll have a go. <laughs> Would you rank it as the best day of the week? Uh, yeah, I get a real spring. You'll notice on WhatsApp I'm a bit more chatty on a Friday. I don't yeah. know why. I just really get excited well, you prefer about it, it to Saturday, do you? Oh, yeah. Saturday, you've lost half the weekend. And I frequently have a hangover. <laughs> That's, yeah. that, is, that is the most glass, glass half-empty statement yeah, um, I've ever heard. There's a lot to be said about the idea of the anticipation of something mm. can be at least equally as good as doing mm, it true so enough. having having so you might have said this to me i'll relate this to football because i realize this is a football show yeah it was probably better to be at the semi-final of the euros at wembley which mm-hmm. i was at yeah rather than yes. the final not just because of the result but because you were like my god we've got the final to look forward to now yeah and it made it a whole a whole more rich experience that's mm. what we clung to 
Yeah. Certainly, yeah. post-tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So Friday's what it's all about in my opinion. No, I think that's fair, though, because certain football fans, you know, a Friday, you're thinking, oh, who have we got on the weekend? Yeah. Oh, you never know. And then, of course, by Saturday afternoon or Oh, sometimes evening. Friday, like 10pm. I mean, that's the most upsetting thing. If you play on a Friday night, mm. so I've got nothing to look forward to at the weekend. No? Friday evenings are particularly good, aren't they? They are they better are than good. Saturday They evening. are delicious. Mm. Yeah, you're absolutely There's a reason right. that the uh, popular beat combo of the 90s, boy band 911, yeah. sang... Party people, it's Friday night. Uh, That's why uh, they chose Saturday. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say, "Do you get that Saturday feeling?" True, no, but, true then, yeah. but then Wigfield did famously do Saturday night. Ah, so Wigfield. But Wigfield always, often provides provides balance. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely. Which is especially which with a little dance. Yeah. I know you're a fan of doing Marcus. Even oh, now, <laughs> uh, even yeah. now, if I could remember it. Well, um, of course, uh, Peter, we've got to wait till Sunday. Uh, until 4.30 mm. when Newcastle play uh, Tottenham Hotspur, of course, which will be the first game under the new regime, the Saudi Public Investment Fund. Yeah, I Very public. <laughs> you could you could invest in it if you wanted to, I'm sure. Yeah, just, 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 just going to empty the whole thing. They're just yeah. going to empty the whole thing into Newcastle and then they'll have nothing left. It's their Friday night. They're ready. <laughs> they empty it right in the, there. The full name is um, the Saudi Public Investment Fund, open mm. bracket. Definitely nothing to do with the Saudi Arabian <laughs> government. Yeah. Close bracket. Open bracket again. Mm. If you say it is, you're a liar. Yeah. Close well, bracket. And, and anyone who says there's an email MBS at Saudi Investment Fund <laughs> <laughs> is a liar. But of course, the Friday night in Saudi would I be right in saying would be like their Sunday night? Is the Thursday and the Friday the weekend? Oh yes, Saudi? I think it is. Yeah. I know. In, yeah. I think in Dubai they Friday yeah. Saturday because bit of an eye on the Western market. Right. Uh, I think anyway. But uh, but maybe a Friday night on the toon. It'll be open a whole new world. Oh, I might make him chill out a bit. Public inv- <laughs> down the big market. Get him down the big market. Yeah. <laughs> see see I, the real horrors. My, my, <laughs> my limited experience in the big market is not a relaxing experience. No. Oh, he's brilliant. No. You, come on. No. It's not relaxing. I didn't say it wasn't good. <laughs> not relaxing. No one goes on. Do you know what I need? A bit of time out. Big market Friday night. <laughs> I know, but you don't go there for a relaxing time. You don't go, oh, that bloody spa. Everyone was so sedate. Yeah, true. You know. That is true. <laughs> there we are. Well, you, know what you, you know where you stand with a big market. Right <laughs> uh, what did you think? Uh, Jules alluded to this yesterday, Pete. A Newcastle fan writing a song called Amanda based on Barry Manilow's Mandy. Yeah. I mean, um, something, I'm... Something we needed. It was uh, an astonishing bit of work. Very auto-tuned, but I quite like the voice. I thought the voice was quite mm-hmm. good. So I haven't actually heard this voice. specific mm. version. I get what they're doing. It reminds me very reminiscent of the guy who did the old... Um, Mane, do, 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 do. Right, okay. Yeah, Salah, yeah. Mane, Mane, whatever it is. Should have been Mane, 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 Mane. It would have been better. But that way you wouldn't get all Mane. the other players. But you wouldn't finish. Get, sorry. You wouldn't get all the players in, though, if you just did that. No, you can focus on one. So I think I think it's the latest <laughs> in a long line of okay. those uh, right. adaptations. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. What What makes me feel quite queasy? Queasy. Yeah, it's queasy. Exactly queasy is the word, isn't it? Is, is that <laughs> I like. I don't mind it when fans sing songs about players and managers. Mm. But I mean, when, when they get into a recording studio and yeah. do it, it is frequently abhorrent. It's abhorrent. But when mm. you're talking about. Uh, so, as someone who's involved in the takeover and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, presumably the writer of this song, just fit, or the adapter of this song, just thinks that Amanda Slave is just an excellent broker. Yeah, mm, and, that's, uh, that's yeah. all it is. <laughs> yeah. That's all it Looking is. forward to her FIFA rating on brokerage. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. <laughs> uh, some Premier League clubs have been very angry with this takeover. Uh, apparently Spurs, Manchester United were, were reportedly seething 
over the news at a meeting with the oh, other 19 Premier League clubs. That's interesting, isn't it? Because they were, they, they, they were willing to walk away from the Premier League a little while ago. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Isn't that weird? They're suddenly really you know, worried about, the, yeah. uh, about uh, how the Premier League sort of fits together in, in, in the global game. Pete, yeah. they're worried about the integrity of the competition. They're worrying yeah. about the integrity of the competition. <laughs> this is one of those things That's what where, I was looking for. This is yeah. one of those things where, like, you know, you, you could argue that I know there's been a lot that of full of shit. No, no, but you could argue that, that everyone's full of shit. No, but at the moment, just by staying quiet, you may have some sort of moral high ground, <laughs> and you've just chucked it away. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think you, you could, idiots. But I don't think that just because someone else did a bad thing that more people should be allowed to do more bad things. That's not a moral argument, though, is it? No, I, no, I, I agree on that point. Yeah. I do agree. I do agree with that. But the takeover shouldn't have happened. The, but this is a bit fucking rich. The, mo- <laughs> the most angry are Crystal Palace, Brighton, West Ham, and Aston Villa. But they should have right. led with those three. Yeah, lead with those three. <laughs> don't yeah. mention Man United. Exactly. Spurs. But that's yeah. it for Man United and Spurs. Just for once, big clubs, have an ounce of humility and let the smaller clubs have a go. Because <laughs> if, because they're the ones who really should lead on this, not you lot. Yeah. yeah. With your EPL. Um, I just, <laughs> no, that's just the Premier League. Sorry. When this kind of stuff happens, I just have to exercise the old mute finger on Twitter so much. Oh, there's a bit of that. You, yeah. you are such a Twitter muter. Yeah, I just but, take it as it, all the bads, all the goods, nah. all in one room. It's like sinners in the big market. It's, it's just, you might get a pipe thrown at your back, which actually happened to me once. Uh, in, there. And, in a glass. Uh, in a glass, yeah, yeah. The square on my back. I was like, oh, really winded me. Um, and uh, my mate got punched. Uh, but <laughs> oh. uh, fundamentally, just take it as you can't just start no, muting because, people. No, I, I think you can because I don't believe that Twitter is a public service. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but fine. Luke, now it's my that, choice. But now that two of the people that you mute are in the room with you, how do you respond to me in real life? Like Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> um, what oh, about dude. Stevie Bruce? Though? Stevie Bruce. We're going to go. All, all reports. Games. All reports lead to Bruce at the moment, <laughs> don't they? Uh, yeah, he, he will be in charge for the game, we think. It would be particularly cold if uh, Sunday morning they said, nah, actually. I don't <laughs> I believe know it, yeah. No, no he, he, he wanted to stay. They wanted to, him to go. Yes. And the compromise was he was allowed to do the presser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he might be I, I like the, there was an amazing thing where. Um, I mean, I know you're going to come on to this, but some people, you know, the new ownership are, 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 are reported to be, quote, confused as yeah. to why they should sack him. Mm. I read this, it was on Football 365, I read this briefly because mm. I was doing a hundred other things and I just thought it said they were just confused by Steve Bruce <laughs> and I was like, well, that's, yeah, that's, part of his, that's part of his kind of, it's kind of individual stick, isn't brand, it? isn't it? But do you yeah. not think, though, that, as I said the other day, a bit like the already walk before the ref shows the red card, are they yeah. a bit like, well, are you going to stack Steve Bruce? And thinking, I'm very confused because why is he still here? Yeah, why is he not cleared his he, desk? He I knows. Think, I, th- I think he's he's a man who clearly interviews well, and he clearly mm. um, the, the 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 boss of, of any football club seems to enjoy having him around. So I think yeah. I reckon he's charmed them. You know, you probably won't want to hear this, uh, but many many people have said. In fact, I saw it this morning. I, I saw David Ornstein, who was a good journalist. Um, passionately defending Steve Bruce as a human being. So he's a lovely guy. He's a nice fellow. He doesn't deserve all the personal abuse that comes his way. Um, you know, his but, but he won't record. have the professional abuse. That's the problem. Like, <laughs> so he won't what, accept so the professional the, abuse. You have to move the war into new territory. All right, and Steve, we're going to call you a little fatty then. If, you, if you're not going <laughs> to... If you're not gonna, you're not you're not gonna accept the fact that you're a terrible football manager and can't marshal a defence for like seven games. Yeah. Uh, you, you, if you can't, if you're gonna blame the press and the fans for being c-words, like then then we're probably gonna move how, on to other things. Is this how you envision? You're not an impressive physical specimen at the moment. Is this how you? That is very rich. That is very rich. <laughs> is this, As is the gravy I drink daily. Is this how you envision celebrating your manager's thousandth game in charge? 
<laughs> Why are you Marcus, not under pressure? Why are you here? Marcus, Marcus, how are, Newcastle, how are, how are semi-famous <laughs> Newcastle fans around the world celebrating Steve Bruce's thousandth game of charge? He's a little fatty. <laughs> Outrageous. He's a little fatty and I don't want him there. <laughs> Yes. But it is, but it, it's going to be interesting because obviously the, 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 the management cannot do anything until and, and, until January. They can't make any moves, and, and any moves they make, it, will good money be spent in January? You just don't know. It's not. Oh. It's not ideal. You don't leave us anywhere to go. No. Oh, you now want me to answer that seriously? All right. My serious answer is it's a top-down change, isn't it? So they're going to start putting people in place. And I imagine they'll need a sporting director at the very least. Yeah. And then that sporting director will choose a manager. Yeah. Will anyone want to go there? I mean, probably. Yeah, loads, of, loads money. of money, mate. <laughs> but Steve Bruce, speaking of money, though, oh. Brucey, he's not going to walk because he's about £7 million worse yeah. off if he does. £8 million, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Wowzers. I mean, the epitome of a Brucey bonus. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, Casa de, was it, uh, what did Sam Allardyce have? Casa St. James's or something? Yeah. Uh, something like that. The Cave of Funk, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. um, what did you... I mean, I suppose I want both of your takes, but mainly yours, Luke, that um, Danny Mills reckons that they should give it to Jose Mourinho. I mean, <laughs> I've said this already. I said it about Tim Sherwood. I, I would apply. Yeah. I mean, I, I've noticed disappointingly it, that I think Tim Sherwood might be coming up later in the running order as well. <laughs> uh, expressly against my wishes. Yeah, uh, we might they did that, said, edit that on the hop. I said it about Sherwood. I said it about Mills. They simply should not be talking about these issues. Right, yeah. yeah. They, they, talking about football in general. I, 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 no, never has anything been clearer to me in terms of the <laughs> severance of the link between the professional playing career mm. And a broadcasting career. Yeah, but have you ever played at the World They're Cup? Different mate? jobs. You ever won the Premier League, mate? No. Right then. No, I haven't. I think, I think that no. speaks Yeah, volumes. Here I am. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, apparently, all this uncertainty around old Stevie B has led to a dark mood at the training ground this week, which oh, is it's not nice to hear, is it? No. No, exactly. A um, dark mood. My goodness. Mm. How is it going to be lifted? We don't know. We shall see in the coming <laughs> weeks, won't we? Um, Chaps, did you see Paul Parker? Paul Parker. Paul Parker. Ladies and gentlemen. Lovely man. Yeah, tackles like a ferret. Does tackle like a ferret. <laughs> I know what his McDonald's order is. Go on. Well, you're going to have to tell oh, us come now. Come on, then. Big Mac and an apple pie. Just that's, that's it. Does he put the apple pie in the Big Mac? Oh, no. No, that's, I didn't. No I, drink. No. I, I'm, I'm into may, it, there may, no there drink. may well have been a drink, but there yeah. was no chips. I'm terrified by that. <laughs> I think that's a bit of me and you, Marcus, personally. Yeah. We like sweet things. We do. We, we, we do like a milkshake. We do like a milkshake. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the milkshake uh, machine wasn't working. That's why Big I didn't Mac get it. No, no, that was what, that's what he, that's yeah. what he ordered. The genre. Because I questioned it. The genre bashing is mad. I, I was a bit like, are you not? Are you sure? But he was like, that's it. That's right, okay. it. All right. What were you just were you there with him? Some kind of event at McDonald's. You, you, <laughs> one a.m. Yeah. Well, what are you having? Big Mac and uh, and I officially opened the new Croydon yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you know why? We got a picture of myself and uh, Terry Butcher and Paul Parker on the wall. Yeah, oh, I know you right, interviewed okay. him. I'm yeah, that's the McDonald's it. thing. I'm confused about. Yeah, well, it yeah. was he, he man needed to eat. It's okay, exhausting right, being right. interviewed by me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Needed the calories. Frost, Frost Try it twice a week, Paul. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, he he's uh, revealed in his new book that Sir Alex Ferguson once smashed Steve Bruce's phone during a, a dressing down in the dressing room after the game. <laughs> I'll uh, pick up the story from Paul. He said, uh, he started laying into us big time. Suddenly a phone starts ringing and the first person he looks at is me because for some reason he always associated me with a mobile phone. Weird. <laughs> Very strange. Thankfully I wasn't guilty and so he started going along the line of players, staring at each one. Eventually, when his ears pricked, he arrived at Brucey's jacket, pushing his hand into it and pulled out the mobile phone. 
within a second thought uh, within a second thought he'd hurled it with force into a bin completely smashing it no one said a word now parker played at manchester united from 91 to 96 mm. so this is like a proper breeze oh, it'd be block a brick. and not a, yeah. it's a breeze block of a phone yeah absolutely yeah. so that's a good bit of force that yeah for yeah i mean it's it's, it's bizarre to think of steve bruce mm. with a big old yuppie <laughs> yep. mobile phone at his ear uh-huh. with a big aerial stick in it oh who's, hello who's bobby ring- robson <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who's ringing him yeah i don't know yeah. pallister presumably you can let me in the chamber <laughs> no, stay up. out stay Stitch out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness yeah. so well uh peter there's been a lot of speculation about newcastle united who they're going to sign and so mm. people keep saying philippe coutinho uh he really some... is the the most expensive kind of block who's Kind of free, a journeyman, yeah. a journeyman. Uh, one might say, although that might be a touch harsh. Mm. To, I think uh, that's bloody harsh. To, to the, oh, I can see why. You, I mean, he's probably going to be available. All the other reasons, a journeyman is harsh. He's, he's won a lot of trophies. <laughs> yeah. Trophies, mate. Trophies. Yeah. Well, I just like to chuck another name um, that's been in the press recently. Raheem Sterling said yeah. that he would like to play abroad and that he'd be open to opportunities elsewhere. Well, Raheem, why not just go that little bit further north? To the Republic of Newcastle. <laughs> to Southerners, it feels like it's kind of abroad. Yeah, I'd say so. And you think? Still, yeah. But I think, I think, I think a lot of Man City fans will will agree. Uh, you can have all the money in the world. People still have to live in 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 those cities. <clears> and I, I love Manchester, and I certainly yeah. love Newcastle. Yeah. Um, it is a bit of a difficult thing to attract players to, uh, mm-hmm. to up north, unfortunately. So, uh, by the way, I said it was the Republic of Newcastle. That's wrong. It's now the Kingdom of the Newcastle. Kingdom. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forgive me, everybody. <laughs> um, and when when I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. How the new ownership of Newcastle United is going to approach it. But what has happened in the past is that they've had to kind of level up and and go for certain types of players first to kind of build the project. Right. If we put to a side all, put to the one side all this other nonsense and all this terrible stuff around it, this is the way football is going now. From a football point of view, look at Man City. They didn't they they, they did buy a couple of really high profile players that actually didn't really work out, mm. but they had to go and buy a Gareth Barry and one or two others like that. To, they still to, had their, their company, they still had... To uh, give them the level up. Keeper. They had to do it. So Newcastle yeah. should get James Milner back. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I'll tell you what. I mean, it's not the worst shot in the no, world. It's not the worst shot. But Raheem Sterling is obviously, he's just not starting games and he wants to play and he's yeah. 26 now. And... Interesting he said those. He's yeah. very open to it. So he's, that is you a never, come and get me, but, please. But you it? never saw, but you never really, it was some kind of, um, some kind of investment meeting or something like that. It was some kind of like, a public uh, one. <laughs> hopefully. Um, <laughs> it was some, some kind of weird kind of uh, interview, but you never know how those questions have been thrown at them. Any no, player would, would be open to move uh, abroad. If it's a pointed question, mm. would you play abroad? Yeah, I'd play abroad. Like, yeah. yeah, it's not like, would you play abroad next month? Sort of yeah, thing. yeah, exactly. I know what you but mean. he's not playing, so but, that, that's not ideal for a player of Raheem Sterling. Well, and also, caliber. he may be saying it to say, look, if you don't, you don't play me, I might go elsewhere. Yeah. He's been a very important player for Manchester City. I know last season he had his critics and so on, but wonderful Euro. He's been mm. brilliant for England, of course. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to lose a player like that. He knows what he's doing saying that. The thing yeah. that complicates it slightly is Ferran Torres has got injured, hasn't he? Yeah. So, But it looks like, I mean, Sterling isn't even going to start with Ferran Torres injured. Yeah. So, well, interesting. I, I found it funny when they said, oh, you know, there's, there's maybe Barcelona or something. And I think Raheem Sterling would be wise to maybe avoid that for now. Well, he's hold off tax frequently, do you? Could be the, sa- could be the saviour <laughs> of them, though. Could be the saviour. Could be the, the sign of greater things to come. You never know. up with Sergio, if he's still there. I don't know. Yeah. I've lost count. <laughs> uh, there we are. All right, gentlemen. Um, on uh, Saturday, uh, Leicester City face Manchester United. It's a big one at three o'clock. And, of course, Brother Brendy has been linked with Newcastle United uh, this week. But according to reports, he says he's going to stay loyal to Leicester. Uh, so they can go to Man City in 18 months. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay a little to Leicester for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, He carries on the way he's going, old brother Brendy. No one will want him. No. He'd, be, he'd be mad to go to Newcastle, wouldn't he, at the moment? 
It's yes. A, it's a yes. It's yeah. a yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't well, know because, they, you, because you don't know how the rest of the Leicester season is going to go. They have been mm-hmm. decimated by some really important injuries. They and, have. and so this weekend's match on Saturday at three o'clock, um, two under under pressure managers who probably won't lose their jobs if they, they go on a run of poor form, you would imagine. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Leicester were to pull the trigger anytime soon. I think that would be absolute madness. But you're I right, agree. they've started very, very poorly and they have been one of the most disappointing teams by their own standards, Luke, this this season so far. And uh, he needs to turn it around. I mean, centre-half mm. has been a, a bit of an issue for them, as Pete's highlighted there. Um, but Vardy's still on form and that gives you a bit of hope. Well, they might play Vardy and Inacho up front together um, uh, tomorrow, which would be pretty interesting. And also... Uh, the good news is I think Johnny Evans is back in line to, yeah, to, to start right. again. Um, so And then, yeah, that thing with Soyuncu, who had a really poor start to the season, had a really poor international break the first time round. Do you think the Euros has just ruined him? Oh, it could be that. I mean, he, he, could, he, he was thrown into the mix pretty quick for a player who's... Um, I mean, he's 25 now, but he kind of came from nowhere. Oh, but he did well, though. He adapted very, he, very well. He was excellent, but he started the season very, very poorly. He did, but he, I mean, he was obviously playing for Turkey at the Euros. wasn't great. True, exactly, mm. exactly. So, look, Man United are a good team away from home, and they've. I know, I know that it's not necessarily all about this, and I know this is something that comes up time and time again. But you look at that Man United team, mm-hmm. and you think, okay, this is a good team here. Even the players they've got out, like Varane, I know it'll probably be Bailly and Lindelof at the back this weekend because of uh, Maguire and um, Varane's definitely out, isn't he? So, look, it's an interesting game, probably one of the most interesting games of the weekend, which is frustrating to me as we can't watch it on TV mm-hmm. because you've got Leicester struggling. May not have also kind of, not struggling, but still have this cloud over them all the time around Solskjaer, but they are a good team away from home. And you flip it again and go, well, yeah, they've also got injuries. So, mm. Well, we mentioned uh, Leicester City centre-backs there. Well, one of their former men who used to play there, Alexander Dragovic, has spoken about his time on loan at Leicester. 2017 and 18 and he said they they had a mid-season trip to Stockholm uh, where they went out partying for three days essentially which sounds like a lovely old job if you ask me Jamie Vardy (laughs) apparently spent his time playing pranks on the locals while in fancy dress and I thought to myself I find that hard to believe Um, (laughs) uh, Dragovic said one time we rampaged rampaged (laughs) through the city in fancy dress Jamie kept bursting into shops dressed in his costume and scaring the local people I mean, he looks like a Northern European folk tale anyway, doesn't he? <laughs> very, very pointy features. Yeah, Hello, it is I, <laughs> the Pumpelfunk. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm here to take your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Jamie Vardy, the Pumpelfunk. Oh, he's put Red Bull in their bowl. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He'll go on for hours. Yeah. He'll be rampaging for days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah indeed. Um, uh, Jesse Lingard, though. He might, mm. he, you know, he's, he's not going to be involved, you wouldn't have thought. Um, he said this week that uh, Jose Mourinho would sometimes randomly FaceTime him. <laughs> oh, good God. Which is, which is it. But, but, but Mourinho had a bit of a... I remember John Terry and Frank Lampard saying this about Mourinho, that he would just text them and t- mm. just text the team going, oh, hey, what are you doing? You know, are you watching anything? Yeah, I'm watching this on TV. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm watching that too. It's really good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's not too it's bad. a bit of goggle box. Yeah, and then suddenly like Mourinho would just not reply. And he wouldn't yeah. reference it when they spoke, and it was just like, what? Yeah. He would take an interest, and then he suddenly would sort of disappear into the night. There's also a dynamic there, because first of all, when I hear that about Lingard and Mourinho, I think, well, why do you just not bother answering? Yeah. But then it's your boss, isn't it? Yeah. Of course. You know I mean? you got, bit, there's a, a power a dynamic there. It's a bit suddenly Chavez, isn't it? It's a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. It's a bit like the Venezuelan that. president. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, Lingard said, because Lingard, of course, did an interview recently, didn't he? Um, was it in the Players' Tribune I think it was Yeah, uh, quite interesting some of the stuff he came out with and he mm. said I used to find it so strange at first he'd call and be like hey Jesse what are you doing and I'd be like um, just chilling watching TV what are you doing and then he said it showed how much he cared about us 
I think quite a low bar, isn't it? I think it's just a power power move, to be honest. Uh, I find that very, very strange. You'll always answer my phone calls. That's yes. what he's basically saying. Isn't yes, it? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of former Man United players, though, uh, Patrice Ever revealed this week that he didn't speak to Nemanja Vidic for three months after they got involved in a fight when they were Manchester United teammates. I mean, if they got involved in a proper fight, Ever would be dust. You'd expect so. <laughs> yeah. You'd imagine yeah, so. He, yeah. We know he likes a joke, but he wouldn't be able to laugh that off. It's like in the, Pete, like you said before, like in the street fight, I feel when M. Bison torches Chun Lee's village mm. and says that was, a Tuesday. that was the biggest day of your life for me that was just Tuesday <laughs> like that's what that's Vidic and Evra what yeah. I like about that Vidic doesn't is, even remember this has happened that quote is so kind of in any other film that would be a decent quote for my money yeah. but in that film it is patently ridiculous yeah mm. who, who, who's playing um, M. Bison in that oh it's the late French actor isn't it Laurent Robert I can't remember Raoul Julia Raoul Julia it was his last role Oh, was it? Because yeah. you've obviously got Carly Minogue in there and, and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. 90s were mad, weren't they? <laughs> a Street <laughs> Fighter film. Anything. With Carly Minogue in it. I yeah. know. Steve Bruce with a mobile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Steve Bruce God, tearing 90s. around with a mobile. That's a, that, that, in order, M. Bison torching Chun-Li's village mm. in, in at three for scariest <laughs> things. Steve Bruce's mobile phone in at two. Well, Vinish versus Evera. No, Vardy. Oh, right, yeah, Vardy, yeah. yeah Vardy marauding through Europe. Well, you'd be pleased <laughs> to know... On a piss-up. Yeah, you'd be pleased to know that uh, Vidic was the one who ended the feud. Um, Evera said it was like this for three months because they didn't speak to each other. Mm. And, and apparently they, Ferguson moved Rio Ferdinand to left centre-half as a result of this that's how good while. Rio was exactly yeah he's sort of solved a problem for you wherever <laughs> well he said it was like that for three months until after a game I remember he came to me in the dressing room and gave me a high five that was it <laughs> what a way to end a, a brewing kind of problem I high fives and then he said we have a deep story together <sighs> I don't want Patrice ever saying that after seeing no. what he did with that chicken <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh, dearie me. Well, we spoke a lot about Newcastle United there, everybody. If you want the European view of the Newcastle takeover, then get over to Football Ramble Presents for this week's On the Continent. Dot and Andy were joined by Miguel Delaney to discuss how the takeover will be received in light of PSG's a decade ago. Get over to Football Ramble Presents for that. Right, it's time for a break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hello, I'm Hazel Hayes. And I'm Sheehan Todd. And welcome to our brand new podcast, We're Not Fucking Historians. It sounds like I'm saying we're not fucking historians. Yeah, we're saying we're not experts. We're not historians ourselves. Not that we're not having sex with historians. No historians getting fucked on this pod. Zero historians getting fucked on this podcast. We are, in fact, your alternative guide to Irish history. Every week we prize open the history books and find a new tale from the Emerald Isle's colourful past. We're exploring Ireland's traditions, its rich heritage and its long, proud history of being invaded by literally anyone with a boat. The Vikings were showing up at the monastery going, where's that booty? The earliest booty it's call. <laughs> it's the booty call you didn't want. <laughs> 50 Scandinavian Vikings showed up. Or our biggest celeb, St Paddy. He says he prayed up to 100 times a day and sometimes during the night. <laughs> That's what a five-year-old would say. I prayed 100 times, I swear. Patrick also said he was fastest in his slippers. <laughs> He's a fucking belly bullshitter. If, like us, you're the kind of person who's interested in history but not so interested that you'd go read a book about it or listen to actual experts, then this is the show for you. This is history done differently with a couple of facts and plenty of crack. So, join us on our journey through Ireland's past. Search We're Not Historians on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember... We're not fucking historians. historians. (laughs) Sorry, I was far too fast there. We're Not Fucking Historians is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Let's not take a piss here. I certainly wasn't. Well, I think you are. Welcome back to the Football Rebel <laughs> Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Have a high five. Ah, Roy Hudson. <laughs> Missed that man. Right, it's time for emails. Show at footballramble.com. My nightmare on the show. Oh, chilling. N- nice chilling. to know that techno heads are still around. <laughs> yeah, absolutely chilling. Oh, that was Maxim Thornton. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Maxim. Max, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> show up at Bramble.com, as you may have heard on that jingle, uh, <laughs> for, for your emails. Uh, Andy in Chelmsford, hello to you, Andy. Uh, he says, with the Newcastle takeover now being complete, never has the line from Pete's email jingle about Messi in a toon shirt. Uh, seemed more prescient. Mm. Did he know something we all didn't? Is Pete's public opinion of what's going on just hiding the fact that he's embedded deep state style in the new ownership? Over to you, Peter. I, I have nothing to say on this. Oh, I, 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 don't I, incriminate I, yourself. I'm, I'm not going to purge myself, to be quite frank, no. on, uh, on, on magnetic tape. But if Messi does turn up in a two shirt, <laughs> you're going to have a lot to answer for, mate. Oh, now... That would make me turn on the whole situation, wouldn't it? Messi, see, Messi managed by Steve Bruce. They've got, <laughs> they've got you, Peter. They know how to press your buttons. Mm. I believe you've got an email, though, Peter. I do, yeah. I have uh, a message from Kim Andre at Smedegard, I believe that's how you say it. That name, after yesterday's show, I thought about what to do with the biennial World Cup, and your suggestion brought me back to a comedy-slash-sports programme in Norway. For one particular show, they played a football game where the players were equipped with shock collars, like the ones for dogs. 
Uh, and then they gave the buttons to the opposing manager to press when he deemed fit. Now, in a World Cup, you might want to limit the amount of shocks per player or something. <laughs> I like that or something yeah. there. Uh, but I'm going to leave the details of the Ramble crew. Anyway, uh, you can find this hilariously Norwegian game online and it does include some famous faces uh, like the Ramble meets Alum uh, Jan Agafjortov. Uh, we've seen this before, haven't mm. we? It's like it was a set of like three or four different uh, matches yeah. where they, um, I think they gave them virtuality helmets or mirrored helmets where mm. you could only see the top of your heads mm-hmm. or something like that and it was very discombobulating. Um, but I, I very much like the idea. Shot colours is full on though. Yeah. It reminds me of Total Recall. Is it Total Recall? Yeah. No, it's Running Man. Yeah, yeah, I think I think anything like that is absolutely fine because those shot collars they don't they they can be battery powered they only run on a nine volt battery. How I'm, severe I'm re- is it? I'm reliably informed. Oh, it's enough to sort of make you stop what you're doing. Yeah, but you're a man who very much will put his tongue on an electric fence. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, just to see what it's like. Or, <laughs> I just want to feel something. Just want to feel something. Eat a battery or something. Mm, yeah. So it's for you. The, the bar is a lot higher. For normal people, that would be discombobulated to say the least. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fair. I'd just like to see former Lazio man Diego Fusa have a go. <laughs> Were you just looking him up then? I, I thought to myself, I think Fuse. there's a player called Diego. I think Fuse, it's I think it's Fuse. Fuse. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to remember a club he played for. <laughs> Is that a cheat for Luke's game later, everybody? If he comes um, up, if he comes up, you're going to have to change it. No, it's not. Okay, thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> the integrity of the game is very important. Yeah. Show at footballramble.com, as uh, I, I believe Bill Clinton said earlier in that tingle. <laughs> uh, but gentlemen, Saturday, twelve thirty in the afternoon. It'll get Saturday going, uh, despite the disappointment that Friday has gone this will get you mm. pumping it's Watford yeah. at home to, to Liverpool Claudio Ranieri's first game uh, in charge of the Hornets of course last time Watford faced Liverpool they beat them 3-0 uh, mm. in 2020 but Ranieri's back in the hot seat Peter turned 70 on Wednesday it's his 21st job in management and he's up for the task because he said this week I'm very boring if I don't stay in football I love <laughs> football I love life and then why not take another job maybe I'm 70 or 50 or 80. <laughs> uh, the oldest manager in England with a walking stick. Why not? The brain is important. My brain is very young. Now, Pete, your yeah. brain is famously very old. Yeah. So what do you think about that? It, it's more about um, how old the legs are of the rather mm. ponderous defenders that they've oh, got I on see. their side, unfortunately. What about her knees? Manager's knees. We know Redknapp, it's important. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Where's he Where's he been? Uh, where's, where's Harry been? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just... Um, on the side of buses selling things. Okay. Um, but Claudio does mm-hmm. deserve credit oh, yeah. for be for doing something that is arguably the greatest achievement in Premier League history. In, arguably. In sports history. You reckon? I, I honestly think it's up there. Yeah. Is really, it, I genuinely, hand on heart. I, it, I went on CNN and said that, mate. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, and that's real talk. news. <laughs> Premier League. It's real news. Real news. Yeah. <laughs> Premier League era for sure. It's oh, easily. Best. Yeah. Mm. Easily. But it's hard to go back further than what you remember as a football fan, though. Sure. But I think um, Andy and I on, on uh, I don't know if this episode's out yet or not, but I don't think it'll be um, spoilers, but on our Patreon, we do Teams of Our Lives. Yeah. And we did uh, Boa Vista winning the Portuguese League. In, yeah. Was it 2000? And only a handful of teams have ever won it. Only five teams. Mm. Yeah. And, and they're one of them. The other one, I forget the name of them, were in 1946. So it's basically right. your big three. Yeah. And Sporting's a few and far between. So Boa Vista winning the Portuguese League. Although they were finishing sort of second and third a couple of times, so it wasn't. But I honestly think Leicester City winning the league, which, which is what Ranieri mm. did, is one of the greatest achievements in the well, history of sport. Done well it's at still a side. He's, he's done well at a side recently. Sampdoria. He did well, yeah. at, and that's not like yeah, he got them out deep and it, distant history. It's not like Jose Mourinho's last uh, achievement, is mm. it? It's like he's done well quite recently. Yeah. And sometimes managers bounce off clubs, like what happened at uh, Fulham. Well, you know, some people, you know, they, they do. I mean, talking of 
former Fulham managers who did well elsewhere. I mean, Felix Magat won the Bundesliga. What was it with Wolfsburg? Mm. You know, it doesn't, doesn't always work out just because they've done something great, of course. You know, <laughs> exactly. it's, it's strange. But, but, but he did say, Ranieri, that um, if, if Watford stay up, so you can see where his attention is here. He's talked about 40 points. Of course, if Watford stay up, he'll get Elton John uh, into Vicarage Road to have a little sing-song, just like uh, Andrea Bocelli did at Leicester. Elton John's doing his farewell tour at the moment, so Sir you'd Elton. have to discuss yeah. that with Elton, I yeah, would I'd say, because so. he might not want to bounce back and and, and, and go back on that so early. <laughs> it's not quite the same, is it, with Bocelli, uh, Bocelli. Leicester had won the league, so it was this is a m- monumentous thing. It's kind of like we have to mark this somehow because this is just so extraordinary, whereas mm. Watford's staying up. What if Sir Elton comes in and then there's a bit of Saturday nights all right for fighting? Do you know, know what I fear? I fear this will now become a and it started. Let's make this absolutely clear. Absolutely. It started with Phil Brown at Hull. Wow. <laughs> Why are people now doing songs, right, uh, on the pitch mm. when things happen? Mm. And Elton John is obviously probably a more accomplished performer than Phil Brown. Yeah, you would say. <laughs> Certainly, you know, arguably a better songwriter as well. Than arguably Phil a better manager. <laughs> But if you've got yeah. if you've got Sir Elton in, in your, among your ranks, you'd yeah. surely you'd use it. Because if, if Portsmouth got back into the Premier League, you get that mad topless bloke to ring his bell on the pitch. <laughs> <wouldn't you? laughs> We'd have no choice. We'd have absolutely no choice. Let's the be statue honest. of him. Let's yeah. be absolutely clear about that. We'd have no choice. <laughs> you would. Yeah. Because I'd petition to get Luke Moore given a little sing song. <laughs> yeah, fair find, enough. Find singing voice. I'd be up for it. He would be up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but of course, Liverpool will be um, uh, playing their part in this fixture as well. You would think could be out without some key players. Uh, Fabinho. And Alisson, of course, uh, been away in South America for the Primed qualifiers. Primed for an upset, guys. Primed. Do you think? Primed. I think they've got enough to beat Watford. <laughs> uh, Probably right. But yeah, but the, the number of players featuring the World Cup uh, qualifier, of course, uh, from England that uh, played with uh, Brazil and, and Uruguay. Um, but the game took place in the early hours of Friday morning, UK time. Well, the like... absolute shift these players put in to go to South America and sometimes only just be on the bench well, is because, amazing. Because Messi's scored more than any other South American player, mm-hmm. I think, in, in you know in, in international football. He's got 80-plus now. And you think to yourself, that, that achievement for the, for the rigours of, of South American qualifying, I know Tim Vickery's wrote quite eloquently on this, that you don't realise the distance. Once you get there, which is a fair old distance, of course, from Europe, you've then got huge distances and none of them are dead rubbers. You don't have an Andorra or a San Marino sort of gimmies like that. So, uh, yeah, remarkable achievement. I'm, I'm, I, um, I'm going off piece a little bit there. But the Premier League players that, that were involved, in those games, um, apparently Man City, Liverpool and Manchester United have clubbed together to charter a private jet to, to try and bring them back in time. Which is quite, I quite like that, you know, you see they can work together. There is simply, as we can all agree, yeah. not enough football being played. No, uh, well, I mean, what happened this week? I mean, we were starved of... Uh, I know, some, mm. some, I was fuming at them. Yeah, my goodness. Put a shift in or forget it. Put a shift in. Well, uh, gentlemen, uh, let's finish our Premier League round up with Brentford versus Chelsea happening on Saturday at uh, 5.30. And you mentioned him earlier, Luke, and I'm afraid that our editors have not got to it uh, before I did. Tim Sherwood has been at it again. Um, his verdict on Romelu Lukaku um, is this. I think he's fantastic. He takes them to another level and he's better than the players they had in that position. But he's a flat-track bully. I mean... Those opinions can't really exist, no. I don't think. He scored a goal against the world champions a week ago. Did he? For Belgium. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not the greatest of timing, is it? <laughs> so, I think... Right, the look- generally speaking, mm. if you won the World Cup at international level, you are seen as the best team in the world at that point, right? Yeah. They're yeah. the current World Cup holders mm-hmm. and Romelu Lukaku's just scored a goal against them. Right. And that's Tim Sherwood's take. <laughs> that's the first thing he said. Tactics, Tim. Yeah. 
He's either doing it on purpose, <laughs> right? Or he is, I mean, yeah, he's either doing it on purpose, he's so stupid that he doesn't know what he's saying. Yeah. Was he on the radio? Or was he, I don't was know. he, was he in the pub? I don't just, know where I, I, just, I just get the feeling that, that opinions get ramped up weird, to weird places uh, so you can get on the old uh, on the old social media Twitter video, I think, well, sometimes. So, People so, talk, talk nonsense. Certain radio stations will be like, right, we got to do a section on this. Who do we know? Yeah, and who's going to say something call, mad? Call a few people, and if someone doesn't answer the phone, and someone does, right, we'll get them on. Mm. It could be something to do with that. Mm. But my point is, is you could write a quote from apparently from Tim Sherwood saying anything, and we would all have no choice but to believe it. <laughs> and that should not be a good barometer of a broadcaster. No. Mm. Um, I, I remember, though, that it was a good few years ago where Lukaku was seen as a little bit of a, a flat-track bully. Um, because he, you know, he didn't score against some of the bigger sides. But I mean, that is just off, from memory. You know, a number of years ago. But yeah, I don't think you would say that. But it is odd. Everyone seems to have an opinion on Lukaku, um, or, or a differing opinion. Antonio Conte said that Chelsea aren't using him properly um, as well. Now I understand that because there is a man who has managed him and knows football quite well. Mm. But Does, he doesn't get he doesn't get the pelt like Kane doesn't get the pelters that Lukaku gets. Let's make that very well, clear. But, but Kane's more professional. Though, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just. <laughs> But Kane, weird, Kane is it? starting to get a lot of stick now. He is starting to get a lot yeah. of stick, but he's had a lot more rope than Lukaku. Very much is fucking Romelu Lukaku, who is amazing. I mean, Kane. Yeah, yeah no, but, but I mean, Kane has obviously built a lot of credit in the bank. You would think that Lukaku would as well, but it is it is odd. You would think that the Conte yeah. thing. I don't think is an. I know, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I know you're not saying this, but I don't think it's a great comparison, chiefly because he has managed Lukaku recently mm-hmm. and successfully, mm-hmm. and will have, therefore have a very well developed idea in his mind of how he thinks. Sure, he would play that. With, with him mm. and, and clearly he feels like Tuchel's doing something different that's fine that's legitimate mm-hmm. and Conte's but, always got an opinion but I think sorry yeah I should have said that I've sort of moved on from old tactics Tim and then brought Conte in because Lukaku is people often say oh do people get the best out of him or where, where you know how should he play and, and all this kind of talk and I just sort of think yeah I mean it's, it's fair enough but I'm just sort of quite surprised that maybe that there is this sort of amount of opinion around him because I think that he's improved his game so much demonstrably. Hence Chelsea going in for him. And when Chelsea sign him, you just think, yeah, fair enough. You know what a yeah, player. Yeah, of course. Won the league with with Inter. I know Juventus and were... scored a lot of goals doing it. Yeah, scored he like did, sixty-four yeah. goals in two seasons. Absolutely. Or something. Inter hadn't won the league for a while. I know Conte's a, a he's a winner, uh, but you know Juventus. Yes, under PLO obviously weren't weren't as good, but they still you know it's been a long T- time. Timmy's managed Agbon Lahore. <laughs> so I moved on from Timmy. You're tracking it but, back. But Tim Sherwood, <laughs> Tim Sherwood's not going to update his opinion on anything because he's not clever. <laughs> no, he's just not going to do that. He's no. gonna, he said something about Ndombele a while back. Oh, you know, he's, he, he, seemed, he said something about Ndombele a while, it's probably a year ago, after watching the Spurs game, and he seemed to be of the opinion for absolutely no reason that Tungi Ndombele was like a holding midfield player who liked to kick players around, which is not at all the player he is. It's like he was watching something completely different. Yeah. You know, it's... it's I mean, the people who give him the platform are the people who should be taking the blame. Like us, that's what we're doing now. No, but we're not having him on, are we? He's not here, is he? We're going to get him in. Right. We're not giving him a platform. In a few minutes' time, we'll be playing Tim's game. But, yeah. Pete, if you think slagging someone else giving him a platform, I'm, I'm going to give you a big platform later. <laughs> um, Lukaku's current manager, Tommy Tuchel, uh, was filmed serving up some traditional German breakfast in the canteen at uh, Chelsea's training ground in Cobham, Peter. Mm. Included uh, a pretzel. Weisswurst, which is a type of Bavarian white sausage, and Senf, I think that's uh, pronounced, which is sweet mustard. Oh, that sounds would, nice. It sounds lovely, isn't it? Yeah. I'll go for that. I think mustard is ghastly stuff. Oh, oh you think anything would taste Ramsey, ghastly. 
Ghastly. Ghastly. Ghastly stuff. The only other person I've ever heard say that word is, is Gordon Ramsay. Oh. Hello, darling. <laughs> Gordon. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, there we are. Good old uh, Tuchel. He's not afraid but the, to but get... The, but the players liking it? Well, I, I assume so. But what I like about him, he's not afraid to get his hands all mustardy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even though I don't care for that, uh, of course. But they're playing Brentford, Chelsea. Brentford are seventh. I only lost once in the league this season. I know it's early days, but still, that's impressive. They've won both of their London derbies, if you will, against Arsenal and West Ham. And uh, they'll have their eyes on uh, three points here. Thomas Frank, who's not afraid of anybody, has said he's flattered by links to Manchester United and Arsenal, but said this week he is insanely happy at Brentford, (laughs) which is a a very Thomas Frank thing to say. Do you know what I'm really excited about? Um, Thomas Frank coming face-to-face with Thomas Tuchel. In many ways, it's like um, a superhero movie. They seem quite similar. Thomas and Tom. Yeah, we've both got the same name. One's more evil than the other. Who's Mm. more evil? Tuchel. Yeah, I think so. And I think there could be some kind of real beef between them. I think like, like we could find that they've been they were separated at birth. Oh, they were it, twins or something. No, I, I'm all on board with that. I think with Thomas Tuchel though, I think that people he's that character that people thinks evil, but actually when push comes to shove, he actually lends his hand to Batman and pulls him up. I see what you mean. The ledge, and you go, that's oh, whoa, oh, that's the that's the twist. Yeah, and I like that. And then he pu- no, and then he's uh, <laughs> he punches him off. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do it myself. Yeah. To but me, Brentford looked like a. Uh, I mean, I set myself up for a four. I said this about Leeds, and it came true. Mm. I see. I see Brentford as a as a, almost like a top half team now. Well, Would you not back them here? Players. Would you not back them here? Chelsea are misfiring a little bit. Brentford are at home. Chelsea are a lot better than Brentford. When they're top of the league, they are the European champions. Peter, they top of the league. Yeah, they're finding it very difficult. Oh, they're not using balls. Lukaku properly. He thinks Lukaku's a flat trap bully all of a sudden. Well, if he is, then mate, I don't know if that means that he would score against Brentford or not. We'll have to wait and see. Of course, I like watching Brentford. They mix it up. They're not afraid to mix it up they like how uh, they play a different number of styles oh. I like I like what who is play. Ivan Tony scared of right now no one no one mm. no Absolutely one no one and probably uh, Tim Sherwood's opinion of him but other than that nothing <laughs> well as far as we know he hasn't given an opinion of, uh, of him but uh, we know that Anthony Taylor is refereeing this one Chelsea fans launched a petition to get him banned from refereeing their matches when he sent off Reese James against Liverpool and I like yeah. that because they always go this, well <laughs> is this the Premier League is this a bit of banter from the Premier League yeah <laughs> Could be. They're always they successful, are. those kind of petitions, aren't they? Very, like, very I definitely, do, I don't think at any point yeah. a petition of this nature is doomed from the start. Um, <laughs> a professional referee who did something we don't like, yeah. we'd like to see him not referee. No, Ima- no. Imagine if the PGMOL agreed to that. Mm. Yeah, well, no, imagine no. the floodgates. No, look, if, if you get 100,000 signatures, it has to be discussed in Parliament. <laughs> yeah. And they go, and they go oh, so. yeah, do we need to discuss this? Well, I mean, we're discussing it now. Are, are we going to do anything about it? Of course we're not. There are, flo- there are not floodgates big enough in the universe <laughs> to how to be that big well. if, if, if Chelsea fans were successful in that petition. It is mad. Because <laughs> then they would have to go, right, well, we've agreed that Anthony won't manage any, uh, referee any of the Chelsea game. Yeah. yeah. And now and Liverpool fans are complaining about Mike Dean, so yep. we can't have Mike Dean on those. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, it is time now for Betways 4 to score, which is absolutely free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betways 4 selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Uh, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and of course further T's and C's apply Marcus you are up first this time and you are going to be picking the first goal scorer in the game we've just talked about which is Brentford versus Chelsea I'm going to go for Mason Mount solid Mm. solid pick solid pick attacking player Mm -hmm. probably well certainly playing for the better team yeah nice Game number two is Everton v West Ham on Sunday and we've asked our friend Kate to select the first goal scorer for that one Hey gang, I was extremely tempted by Mikel Antonio for this one, but after a lot of soul searching, I've decided to go with a man who just can't stop scoring. And 
a guy who is, in a sense, part of the Ramble family. Yep, the man who's going to score first at Goodison Park this Sunday is Andros Townsend. A, a vote of support for Marcus Speller mm. and one in the eye for Pete Donaldson. Um, game number three <laughs> is Pete Donaldson. Pete, how do how are you going to be celebrating Newcastle v Spurs? It'll be a carnival atmosphere. There's a so? new ownership mm. there. I think everyone's going to be really positive. What have you gone for to celebrate? Goalless. No goal scorer. No goal scorer. Oh, fantastic. Yep. Game number four. <laughs> second, <laughs> second lowest XG in the competition. Spurs against a strikeless Newcastle United. Oh, yeah. I am having that and I'll take it to the bank, baby. But it's, it's what it represents. It's what, what, it what, okay. what it says about your mindset. Yeah, okay. No goal scorer. Arsenal v Crystal Palace is the final game. Game number four on Monday night. That's my pick. I've cheekily gone for Odson Edward. Just thought I'd mix it up. And the only time I'll ever regret that is if we get all three right and it's come to me on the last game. Well, if we got all three right, that would be a ramble record. It would be. But we um, need four. We need four clean answers. We do. Mason Mount, Andrew Townsend, no goal scorer. And Odson Edward are our picks for those four games. If you want to play, you may, be, well, you certainly can do so as long as you're over the age of 18. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and head over to betway.com forward slash four to score. Um, do gamble responsibly, like I said, 18 plus. And for more information, head to begamblerware.org. All right. Let me add a little bit of spice mm. to that. It's time for Luke's game. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. Thank you very much to you, first and foremost, Mr. Marcus Spiller, for steadying the ship last oh. week when I wasn't on the show. Did a brilliant job. I enjoyed it a great deal. Thanks, pal. Um, this time around, it's third seed Marcus Speller. Ooh. Versus, I'm sad to the say... The Newcastle United of the game. Bottom seed, Pete bottom Donaldson. Seed. Um, as our friend Jimmy... That's my online name. Jimmy to the B on, on, <laughs> on Twitter asks, will Marcus prove that class is permanent or will Pete finally win a game. It's the Aramble equivalent of Brother Brendy's Foxes versus entertaining but useless Norwich. Oh. oh. Yeah. But so, it could be an upset though. If Norwich beating Leicester at the moment, not that they're playing each other this weekend, it wouldn't be that outrageous. A fox could take down a canary. True. Easy. Easy. Yeah, probably take down several of them. Easy peasy. Um, yeah. for, for the fox, it would just be Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pete, you're up first. That's the good news. You get to okay, go up first. That is the good news. Good. Because good you're news. the bottom seed. Ooh, baby. I, I'm going to ask you to close your laptop. Oh, again, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. I've got eyes on Marcus's mm-hmm. um, iPad, so that's fine. I know he's not cheating. Mm. Um, the first player has played for five clubs in total, Pete, and I'll need an opening bid from you. Um, he's still currently playing. Ooh, right. So that could help you out there. Could it? Um, <laughs> well, we'll see. He is Genie Winaldum. Oh, baby. Genie Winaldum. Right. Tricky. Tricky. That is tricky. I'm going to go for three yes. for starters. That's, that's a, a nice bid. That's a <laughs> very standard bid. I think he can get that, personally. That's, no, I, I think Ooh. he will get that. because Yeah, I, it's easy. Yeah, so I'm going to have to go for... Do you want to do all five? No, I'm not no. going to do all five. I'm going to do. I'm going to see Marcus. No, no, I'm struggling four. here. Exactly. How, how Thank confident you. are you before? I'm not that confident. I'm confident with three. Okay. Well, that's not what you bid, sadly. I know. Let's hear him. Paris Saint-Germain. He's there right now. Liverpool. Of course. Newcastle. Absolutely, that's three. And it's trying to... I didn't remember where Newcastle signed him from. Yeah. Do you um, know that? No, I don't. Oh, I thought he was about to tell I me. I would guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would shit myself as soon as I asked him. Oh, yeah. because he's an absolute <laughs> And I'll go for PSV Eindhoven. 1-0. Oh, oh, good stuff. I would have gone for Ajax, but that's just silly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't play for Ajax. No, before PSV, he was at Feyenoord. Feyenoord! Ah, okay. Yeah, do you know what? It was, either, it was one of them I was going to well go Well done, Spelzy. Oh, that, that, that was your four, um, and that's your fifth. 1-0. Uh, 
Well mm. played. Uh, you're up first this time, Marcus. This player's played for 10 clubs. Uh, <laughs> Just did a weird tongue thing on me. I don't like it. The old... Mark Lattenberg. Mark Lattenberg. You had that game, Pete. I was. You should remember um, it. 10 clubs. Oh, yeah. Denver Bar. Oh, that's a sickener. That's a sickener. Denver Bar. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, he's played for 10. I yeah. thought. Anyway. So the chance to go 2 near here, Marcus, is in your hands. How many clubs would you like to bid? Four. Pete. Five. Oh, yes. Yes. Love that, Donaldson. Coming out swinging. He is coming out swinging. Go on, I'll get him to do his five. Oh, this is going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, one at a time. Ten clubs that Denver Bars play for. I've got a big list here, so you have to bear with me. So just do them one at a time. Newcastle. Yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, well done. Two. Uh, did he pop over to... <laughs> I'm going to, uh, is it Guangzhou Evergrande, the Chinese club? Oh, I tell you what, that's, he's pulled that out of left field. Ah, you probably think of Shanghai Shenhua. Shanghai oh, yeah. so Do You know, when you said that, I thought he did play bollocks. out in China, didn't he? So he started at Ruin, but they're amateurs, so they wouldn't have counted. He bothered at West Brom for a bit? Um, West Ham. West Ham. I'm going to tell you, Muscron is where he played uh, after that. <laughs> Hoffenheim, West Ham United, oh. Newcastle United, Chelsea, mm-hmm. as you said, Besiktas, mm-hmm. Shanghai oh, Shenhua. Yes, Besiktas again, yeah. Goz Tepe, uh, Shanghai Shenhua again. Istanbul Basaksha here. Yep. And then a game for Luganu, who I don't actually know who they are, but they are a professional uh, club, Swiss, apparently. I think they're the Swiss. Swiss. I've got okay. all his Turkish clubs. It was the Turkish clubs. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, was it Bishik? But then, of course, he scored against Manchester mm. United for Istanbul Basaksha. He did. Yeah. Absolutely. They had a pretty yeah. successful time of it. Yeah. Um, okay, so the third player has played for eight clubs in total. Pete, you're up first this time. Eight clubs in total. He uh, is still playing, mm. apparently. Um, and he is Alex Song. Ooh. Alex Song. Charles, you can stay in the, you can stay in the game with this. That's a tricky one. Very tricky. Yeah, I want to go for one, please. Just one. Bella? Yeah. I will go for three. Jesus. Well, I'm definitely not going to do four. <laughs> so it's how, it's how <laughs> you want to play it. Yeah. It's how you want to play it, because if you think he's going to name three, you might as well die on your sword. That, Go out on your sword. Oh, right, field. okay. Because if you lose this one, it's 3 0. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting Marcus to do his three because okay. I don't think he's sure. So you're, cow- you're, you're being cowardly. Yes, I am. A cow- I'm being <laughs> a cowardly lion. I, I or is he being clever? Yeah. Write that on the league table. <laughs> cowardly. cowardly Pete. <laughs> Bottom seed and brackets cowardly. Yeah. Well, he might uh, be playing it right. He might yeah. be playing it well. Three clubs that Alex Song's played for one at time, Marcus, for a 3 0 win. Arsenal. That is rather obviously correct. Barcelona. Went there from Arsenal. Ooh. And this is the one I'm not sure of. It. West Ham? West Ham, you say? Interesting guess. <laughs> Very interesting guess. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus! Oh. Oh. Hurts Marcus, I'm saying it. Yes, indeed, he did play for West yeah. Ham. Uh, Alex Song, get rid of that. Uh, he, <laughs> don't be, don't be disappointed. I'm not very good at this game. I, I know, don't remember I'm, things. I'm, and, I, and I appreciate you gave me a couple of your guys up That is appreciated. I don't choose it. Yeah. I don't the choose the algorithm. Choose it. Sorry, thank you, algorithm. That's all right. We, Thanks. We punch the numbers in. And it Nobody knows yeah. who the algorithm is, what exactly. it is. Is it a person, group of people? <laughs> so let me do this, because there's, a, there's a, few, a few completists listening to this show. Mm. They'll be annoyed if I don't do the full list. Okay. Bastia, Arsenal, Charlton, Barcelona, Charlton. West Ham, Ruben Kazan, Sion, 
and Arta Solar 7, who, interestingly the enough, they're in the Djibouti First Division. I, j- I just like that sort of career. Do you know what? That's I a remember, life well lived. I remember him going, I, I wouldn't have remembered even the country, but I remember it was uh, an African nation he went to, mm. um, which was a bit of a surprise move. It was it was quite a coup for... for there we go. Yeah, so that's yeah. fun. Um, but but it's when he says, what, was it eight clubs? Did you tell ten clubs? Uh, I think it was eight. Eight clubs, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, three or four really is your max there. <laughs> Very much so. Um, player number four, uh, Marcus, your first player. Mo Salah, six clubs, Mo Salah. Mo? Mo? Yeah. Oh. Can you do six? Uh, Can you give a little bit of a... A, 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 a hat tip to the balcony and do six. Um, all six. Could I do all six? Mm, that's annoying. Can you do all six? I can definitely do five. The I'm game's finished. Five. 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 Do you want to do six? I, I can only do three. Sorry. Go on, five. Go. Okay. Roma. Correct. Chelsea. Yeah. Fiorentina. Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. Basel. Yes. Basel, oh, nice. Who's the six? Four nil. It's going to have a grass. Um, <laughs> um, Al Makaloon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were in Egypt. Yeah, that sounds and, very Egyptian. And the final player uh-huh. who's played for 10 clubs in total. This is a really tough one. Pete, you get to go first. Uh, Nikita Yelovich. <laughs> I mean, this, I, I'll I, go for one uh, as one of the 10 or whatever. But why is it we're going quick? Uh, I've got three. All right. Go Seven. for it. Everton. Yeah. Rangers. Yeah. And West Ham? Yeah. Um, that's 5-0. Hadjik split, Zolta Verigem, Rapid Vienna, Rangers, Everton, Hull. Hull, um, West Ham, as you said, Beijing, Renhe, Guizhou, Zicheng, and Lokomotiva. Uh-huh. There you go. Well played to Marcus Speller. 5-0 well win. Very, very solid performance. Yeah. Something with respect to you, Pete, I think Marcus needed because a player of Marcus's experience <laughs> and quality <laughs> being a third-ranked player... Is something he won't be happy with. Well, I hear but, a flat trap bully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, when Vish put in that performance last week, you mm, got to take that. That was off. excellent. Yeah, you know, and, oh, exactly. and the thing is with Vish, he was gracious in, in in victory. Yeah, right. So yeah, there we have. Uh, <laughs> He's the right. champion, by the way. He is the yeah. the lineal champion. Yeah, lineal champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, you might have had a chance to be the reigning champion because I think you played in the very first week of the season. That's true. Yeah, you, you were beaten. Mm. Yeah, I was yeah. beaten. <laughs> oh, I was beaten. There we are. You yeah. see, what, what a time it was, though. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Everybody, it's an absolute pleasure having you on board uh, we'll see you on Monday of course for Ooh. some more glorious football chat enjoy the weekend thank you very much Luke Moore thank you very much thank you Pete Donaldson goodbye bro and thank you to the listeners see you soon The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.